Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Remember, remember the 13th of November. <laughs> That's not a thing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another happy edition of the Signal Fire Sunday edition. I'm your dumb host, Tyler, and I'm going to read you some stuff today. Um, a trigger warning. If you are offended by swear words, maybe steer clear of this one, as today we're going to be diving into them. Pardon my French ahead of time. Uh, yeah, today it's called We Give Them Power, and it is the 13th of November, the year of our whatever you believe in. 2022. Um, this one's, I'm just going for it today, I think. Um, yeah, today we're talking about swear words, and it's something that I'm fascinated by because I do happen to swear a lot. Uh, I don't think words are a big deal. I think we give them power and we take that power away. And um, as such, I wanted to dive into that because I had an interesting conversation about uh, swear words recently. Um, As always, there's a photograph accompanying this. And this photograph is one Sarah took of me standing inside a small little cafe in Edinburgh with my dear friend Savannah Fibbs. Um, I don't know what we're doing, but... The reason why the photo is the photo is because it says lay knob on it, on the glass. And knob is often used in the UK and other similar environments as a swear word. Enough babbling. <clears throat> Let's get into it. Let's do another episode. I'm going to adjust the microphone a little bit here so it sounds even better. Um, yeah, let's do it. November 13th. We give them power on this edition of the Sunday edition. (sighs) Here we go. Well, I'll be fucking shit-ass damned. (laughs) We humans, so oblivious to the power we wield, so convinced we're helpless, powerless against it all, never realizing just how much weight we actually do carry, how much strength in our bones, in our thoughts, and my goodness, in our words. We're going to be talking about words today, the power of them, the power we give them, and about language. More specifically, as the delightful intro to this whole thing demonstrated, we're going to be talking about the bad words, the swears, the curses, the cusses, the four-letter beauties that have come to be so polarized and so absolutely humorlessly versatile. The other day, I got into a debate about curse words, about how words themselves hold no power. It's only the power we've assigned them that does. That any word, any other four-letter words, could have come to be a dirty word if we'd allowed it. I could say to you right now, plum you. And if the right set of circumstances at the right times would have occurred, you'd be offended, and I'd be the offender. What a thing. This debate rose in me a curiosity as to why most common words we associate with certain degree of nastiness have grown into these nefarious roles. So, as my curiosity demands research, I did precisely that. 
I want to dive into the origin stories of a few different curse words that we all know and love or hate so well. And I want to figure out the why behind the why they hold so much weight. Let's go. First, excuse me, my throat feels weird. First, the big dog, the ultimate polarizer, the head turner. Fuck. Turns out, this beauty has a lot of rumors about why it is what it is, and 99% of them are wrong. No, it does not mean fornication under consent of king. Sorry. It actually comes from the early 16th century, and from the Germanic word that meant to strike. Or, how what we would think of as to punch or to hit. How it came to mean sex has some people thinking they know the truth too. As in old, old Dutch, some said it meant to breed. But who knows? What I do know is like all colloquialisms, it was more used in speech than in writing. So it is really tricky to nail down when it transitioned into meaning that we currently give it. What does it say of us that our most offensive words most often have to do with body parts or with sexual relations rather than violence? Weird. (sighs) Next up, the favorite of many, including my own mom. Sorry, mom. The beloved shit. Where, oh, where did this come from? Glad you asked. This beauty comes from the old English word skite, which means diarrhea. And the old Germanic and Dutch also had similar phrases. They all meant to poop. And they come from root root words that actually mean to separate or to cut off. Gross. Weirdly, shit never had vulgar connotations until much, much later. We gave it the power, decided it was nasty, and stuck with it. Maybe it's time to separate or cut off that silliness. Because I do so love the word shit. What of bitch? Does it truly mean a female dog? Yes. From the old English beaky, or bicky, it does and it always has. Oddly, this word has always carried with it negative connotations, as it it was used as an insult all the way back to the 15th century. I wonder it was why only a female dog that was the insult, and not a creature more typically associated with being unclean or unworthy. Why not a female rat? Why not a mosquito? Strange, we humans. Another common one, asshole. One we all know and love and probably say mostly when driving in traffic. Where did this get its start? Glad you asked again. Trace it back and it came from arsehole in Old English, which in turn came from irsol. I don't know how to say that. A fun combination of the Latin words for anus and for hole. It quite literally means what it says, and it has never once deviated. Clearly, the insult came as there's quite literally not a spot on the human body that is more associated with waste and with being unclean than the old brown eye. It's stuck. (sighs) I could keep going on this thread for hours, by the way, and have a great time doing so, but you get the point probably by now. What I wanted to truly underline more than anything else is the idea that cursing, swearing, they hold such different meaning for such different people. And so much of that is just the timing and the decision to assign that aforementioned power. Take the dreaded C word, which I won't say here because I've learned people are very touchy about this word. In Scotland and in Ireland and much of the UK, that word has a drastically different meaning, and it's used almost as a term of endearment. Whilst in the USA, it's probably the most offensive thing you could ever utter. How silly. 
I guess I have a very different belief system when it comes to these bad words. And it is this. I would rather spend my energy to fight real fights, not semantics, not invented profanity. Saying this, I will absolutely throw down for racial slurs. I have a very, very short fuse when it comes to racial slurs, and hearing them is an instant trigger to very pointed, very loud, and very real reaction. Trust me, it is not pretty if someone throws one of these around in my presence, and it never will be. Sometimes, words do have power that comes with a very deep, very painful history, and I believe, counter to my argument to the otherwise, that words like those fall into that category. For all the others, for the shits, the dams, the hells, the craps, and yeah, even the fucks, I think we have bigger fish to fry. We should spend our energies doing just that. Many do not agree, and that is okay. My mom is one of these, despite her love for the S word. I think kindness is doing our best to at all times honor that sensitivity when we're around those that are upset by it. But in truth, I will always be confused and find it a bit odd. Whatever you think, wherever you stand, let me know. And let me know which words you find the most and the least offensive in the arsenal of all things cuss. I'm curious here, and I truly do want to know. The haiku for this delightful post about swear words says, We give them power, the words and how we use them. We decide their worth. So, sound off. Let me know. What words do you love? What words do you hate? Which ones do you find to be atrociously vulgar? And which ones do you think are silly? And I just want to know all these things. So, in the, in the comments, ring in. Let me know what you think. I love you like 570,000, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I will see you again here, as always, next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.